You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye. Delhi played and Delhi won like they should have all season but David Warner's men were near perfect on Wednesday night in Dharamsala as they defeated Punjab Kings by 15 runs to put a spanner on their qualification chances with me of course is Ayaz Memon Ayaz too late too little too late for Delhi's own qualification hopes but uh, you know does a little too much damage to Punjab Yeah, I mean, serious damage to Punjab. This was a match they looked like they could have won. A very stiff target, but they they put up a really brave chase. I thought that uh, you know Liam Livingstone. We've spoken about him so often, and he's been he's a maverick player. We know that uh, he he whenever he walks out to bat, he threatens to take the game away from the opponents, but doesn't do it frequently enough to warrant you know the tag of being a great T20 player. But in this match, he showed exactly what he's capable of. uh i mean the manner in which he was hitting those and huge sixes you know 80 85 101 meters these are really big sixes so he's obviously got gift of timing but also a lot of power and he hit those sixes very easily against pace and spin alike so yeah i mean you know he's coming to form a, a little late or you know this was a great chance that he had to to take his team to win but ultimately delhi prevailed and let, let's not forget that you know delhi made despite winning this match they made a lot a lot of mistakes in the field you know dropping catches some misfields to show that while they may they may have won this match they're still not playing you know they're not playing their a level a level game Yep, that is true. I'll just take you all through the scores. Uh, Delhi gave Prithvi Shaw a game after almost a month, and he made sure to make the most of it, scoring fifty-two of thirty-eight. While skipper David Warner also contributed with a forty-six. The two together put up an opening stand of ninety-four to to give Delhi a solid foundation. When Warner fell in the eleventh over, Riley Russo walked out to bat, and there started one of Delhi's best batting innings this season, as he scored eighty-two of thirty-seven. That's a strike rate of two uh, hundred and over two twenty. He remained unbeaten uh, as Delhi posted two hundred thirteen for two. Sam Curran was the only wicket taker for Punjab as he finished with two for thirty six. Uh, Punjab's uh, chase started with Shikhar Dhawan getting out in the second over itself. Ishan Sharma, Prabhsimran Singh, and Athar Tide then stitched together a 50-run stand. After which Liam Livingston entered and anchored the rest of the chase. He entered when the score was 50 for two after 6.4 over, then stayed till the end and fell on the last ball on 94. He hit Mukesh Kumar for three sixes in the 18th over, and 38 were then needed of the last. Two, Anrik Nokia though bowled a solid 19th over, picking two wickets and conceding just five runs, as 33 then were needed off the last over. Ishan Sharma was given the ball and Liam swung his bat at everything, hitting two sixes and a four. There was even a no ball, but in the end, Punjab fell 15 runs short. Ayaz, as always, I'm going to start by asking you who your player of the game was. I mean, you know, much as we we can admire and kind of. Uh... Look at with some awe at the way uh, Liam Livingston hit those sixes and almost reached the century, failing to do it of the last delivery. But I think Riley Russo for the knocks that he played and he took Delhi to a score of 200 plus. He would be my man of the match because and you know I mean it just showed you the depth that actually Delhi have in their batting. There's Warner, there's Prithvi Shaw, there's Mitch Marsh who didn't play in this match. There's Riley Russo and Aksar Patel and all. But right through the season I haven't seen or we haven't seen. Two of them click in the same match, you know. 
I mean, David Warner has been the most consistent batsman, but otherwise has been one out of four making those runs, and that's where they've really suffered badly. Just speaking of Delhi's batters, also just want to talk about Prithvi Shaw. I mean, the last, I think the match, last match he played for them this season was on the 20th of May and after which, you know, they'd given him enough opportunity. So they dropped him and then tried to figure out their top order. But now that they gave him a game today, scored a half century, you know, he made 54 of what, 38. Um, You think they maybe they could have, you know, given him an opportunity a little earlier in the season, I mean, earlier in the second half of the season? I mean, you know, I, do, I really don't think so because you got five, six games up front and he really did very little, you know. I mean, you can you can inspire confidence even if you don't make big scores. You can make 20, 25 decent looking runs or, you know, playing playing really well. But if you make one, if you're scratching around, you make a blob, two, all in most mainly in single digits, then you compel the team management to actually take adverse action against you. So, uh, I'm afraid that, you know, Prithvi Shaw has had, had a very forgettable season, this this half century notwithstanding. Now that we already spoke about uh, Liam Livingston, just a word on Riley Russo. I mean, you know, he did start, I think, maybe mostly in the second half of the season. He scores at an average of 34. You know, he scored 209 uh, nine runs for them, 82. Today's 82 was, of course, his highest score. Um, you know, I, I, it might be a key player going into next season. Now that's what we can talk about Delhi next season. Yeah, I mean, look, they have to look at what they can do next season. Because right now, I mean, they were already out of the running for this season. Uh, they tripped Punjab in this match. That's about the only the only uh, credit they can take uh, from this season in the sense that they've had very little to crow about uh, the form of David Warner, not, not you know, as, as a batsman, yes. Uh, but he hasn't been able to inspire his team to any great heights as, an, as a unit. Uh, so, there's... There's some serious rethinking that needs to be done about this, the balance of the team. But clearly, players like Riley Rosso are, are, you know, are a source of encouragement from the, from the way he played today for the next season. Because he's got the, you know, all the wherewithal one needs to be a terrific T20 batsman and, and a match winner. That is right. You just mentioned, you know, where they where this puts Punjab in the points table, and they actually are now eighth. Delhi move up to ninth, making sure at least they don't finish last in this season. But that depends on Hyderabad result as well. So now what happens is, Punjab actually had two games left before this match, along with Bangalore. Everybody else has played thirteen matches each, and Punjab and Bangalore both were at twelve points. Had Punjab won this match today, and then the next match is against Rajasthan, had they won today, they would have actually finished at fourteen with a good chance of qualification but now that they sorry they would have finished at 16 but now that they have you know lost this one they have only what two more points that they can play for and there are what one four teams at 12 so what do you see what do you think this really does for their qualification hopes I ask I mean Punjab is out certainly so it opens up <laughs> it opens up a vista for uh, for Mumbai and, and Bangalore I think these are the two guys two key teams now looking for the fourth slot uh, it looks clearly, you know, I mean, Gujarat are through. I think they'll finish in the top two, or they are certain to finish in the top two. There's Chennai, there's Lucknow, uh, and you know, it's going to be a it's going to be a tough battle between the, uh, Mumbai and Bangalore. They're not playing against each other, but in the in the match matches that remain, uh, and both have a game each. I think so. So you know, they have to win and make make sure they win well because if it comes down to net run rate, no team wants to be left behind because you know being because of net run rate, you left behind because you didn't score enough runs or you didn't take enough wickets. Yeah, and if it does come down to net run rate in the top half of the table, Mumbai is the only team in the negative, so that is going to 
uh, hit their campaign just uh, one last question before i let you go hyderabad versus bangalore uh, on uh, oh, thursday night uh, the um, hyderabad of course have two matches like i said bangalore have two as well so if bangalore win this they then go up to 14 points with the opportunity of going up to 16 if they win the last game as well so that's a very very key match for faf to plessy and virat kohli and the rest of the squad right absolutely if they don't win this match then you know they could be they could be bumped off unless you you get into some really mathematical calculation where you get into with 14 points but that seems difficult and why keep it that late you know because the last match is against gujarat which has been the best team in the tournament so it's not going to be easy irrespective for bangalore but it becomes virtually impossible if they lose to hyderabad which has not been such a great team so this is a very good opportunity for for bangalore to get the points and to build up momentum and i think the area they really need to look into is their batting i'm not saying that, in fact batting has been their strength but it's been just you know revolving around three players which is fab duplessis uh, virat kohli and glen maxwell and they need some more something more you know some contributions from the other batsmen to feel a little more secure that is true let's just see if hyderabad pull off a delhi tomorrow at home uh, we will of course be back with the result of that game on thursday night with ayaz thank you so much ayaz for taking time out thanks mandra we'll catch up tomorrow bye bye that was today's episode of the t20 podcast with ayaz memon in association with lloyd khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye This is a Quint original podcast executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palod and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quint's podcast. 